Welcome back to the Feeling Inspired Podcast. My name is Mahesh and I'm your host. And today we're going to get into responsibility. Responsibility, right? Give me the T on the responsible one, right? And that would be me. (laughs) At least that used to be me, okay? The responsible one, okay? Who are you responsible for? What are you responsible for? See, that's where we're going to get into today. Right. And so the main thing that we're going to explore is responsibility for versus responsibility to. So I had a big epiphany, a realization that happened to me a little while ago, um, probably a couple months ago. And all of a sudden I realized that um, I feel responsible for everybody. I feel responsible for everybody that I know. Right. Um, and it's a complicated, long, lengthy story, which we'll say for another day about why I might feel responsible for everyone. Um, but I quickly understood and learned that it's not just me. Many of us feel responsible for a lot of people. Right. And the, the tricky thing is, is that we're not actually doing if you really was responsible for that person there are certain things that you would do now we're not doing any of those things really most of us um so we're not really doing any of the things as if we were really responsible for them but it's this feeling that we are responsible for them and so what we're going to explore today is what are you responsible for who are you responsible for who are you responsible for and how do we shift into the responsible to which we'll get into later today we're gonna or not today but for now we're just gonna get into the responsible for so let me just give you a second to give give a little window into my world of how I felt responsible for everyone and every once in a while I can fall into that and start feeling responsible for people Um, so the four is an important area. F O to the R, right? Four feeling responsible for, you know, I was just, just to give you a brief list of people I felt responsible for my partner. I felt responsible for my mom. I felt responsible for my dad, my sister, my aunties, my friends, um, I even felt in a sense responsible for my supervisor. You know, it was getting wild, right? And I felt like I had the whole world on my back because I had to, um, I was trying to manage other people's emotions. Like I wanted to make sure that, you know, um, this person was feeling okay and wanted to make sure that this person had enough money to cover this and wanted to make sure that, that I was that, you know, and I felt responsible for myself. And it was like trying to make sure that I'm okay, but trying to make sure that this and this person, and I'm not in a situation, a financial situation at the moment where I can actually really do anything about a lot of these situations. I'm not quite there yet. You know, if you need a little five, $10, I could probably come through. Right. And I don't really need it back necessarily. You know, I had a friend of mine say, oh, I can give you some money back for gas. And I was like, you know, it's not like we're driving to LA. Right. This isn't a long, long road trip. 
you know, when I was asking people to split the gas, that was back in the day. You know, I was like 19, 20. I didn't really have a job. It was like, hey, everybody going to have to chip in. on. I don't ask for people to chip in on the gas no more. If I'm driving my car, you're in the car with me, we're going somewhere. There's no need to split the gas. <laughs> it's not an issue right now. If you, if you start asking me for like a hundred dollars, $200, Hey man, can I get, can I get a thousand dollars? I don't think I'm going to have it. Honestly, I might not even have it for you to borrow it either. Right. So, you know, it's kind of weird to be holding these feelings of responsible for, and simultaneously not being able to really do anything, right? So you're kind of caught in this, um, in this weird place when you feel this responsible. And can you make someone feel happy? Can you ensure that somebody, especially who you don't live with, is feeling happy? Okay, let's just sit with that for a second. Can you make sure that they're not feeling sad? They're not feeling bad, you know? If you can't afford it, can you make sure that even if they're a little behind on the rent, that they're okay and that they're feeling happy? You know, realistically, when we think about this, no, we cannot control those things. And uh, for, for me, at least what I realized after I really sat with this, and I'll tell you the story, how it really hit me. Um, we were, uh, we were sitting over dinner and a couple of uh, me and my wife and we were hanging out and a couple of our very close friends were asking us if we wanted to be the godparent to their wonderful son. Um, and uh, they were just asking us, hey, do you want to be the godparent? They were nervous and um, I didn't know. I thought we were just going to go out to dinner. <laughs> But they were planning, right? They were plotting on us. They were like, oh, we're going to lock these fools in. I didn't know that, right? I was just sitting there. I think I had a, a hamburger or something, and I'm sitting there relaxing with my food. And next thing you know, I'm seeing the little couple nervous faces. And like, will, will you be our godfather, right? Will you be the godfather for the baby? And will you be uh, the godmother for the baby? And, you know, we thought of you guys because you guys are. And I was like, whoa. It hit me by surprise because, uh, number one, um, I wasn't always living the most, you know, type of life where I wasn't really the, <laughs> asked to be the godfather for a lot of different children. I'll put it to you that way um, back in the day. But now I'm kind of like, OK, well, I kind of have my stuff together a little bit. Right. I'm, I'm functional um, and it feels good. Right. It feels good to know that I got my life to a particular place through a very, like a lot of hard work and learning and self self work and self exploration and therapy. And I've gotten myself to a place where someone can look at me and say, Hey, you know, you got this together. You got that. You got a little bit of money. You got a little bit of this. I want you to be an influence on my child in this very, you know, sacred way you see. And so I was shocked and I was like, wow. And then I, I asked, well, um, what do you, what's your expectations? Because I'm not going to say yes and then let you down and mess up my friendship, let the kid down. So what do you want? What do you want from me? Right. Um, if I say yes, what am I saying? Yes to, which I think is a good thing to do, right? It's good to ask. Anyway, my friend started saying different things. Oh, you know, we want you to just do this, show up for the kid. And, all that. and I was like, 
oh yeah, I can do that. And, um, you know, sounds good. Absolutely. My wife also agreed and it was on. Right. And then we asked them after we agreed, well, why did you, you know, or I asked, why did you think of me? You know, I was just curious. What, why did you think I would be sufficient? You know, why did you think that I would be good? All the people, you know, you chose me. Why? Right. And what my friend told me was, he said, uh, Mahesh, because, uh, you know, you're very responsible. And my natural response was, yeah, yeah, I am responsible. Mm hmm. You know, I said, yeah, I'm responsible. Uh huh. Uh, that's me. You know, and I agreed to it automatically. I didn't even think about it. How casually I was like, yep, that's me. I'm responsible. Mm hmm. And I was like, cool, makes sense, you know, and uh, <laughs> it wasn't until the ride home. We had a long ride home because our, uh, our friends live about an hour away. So we were driving home and uh, my wife turned to me and she was laughing and she said, you know, because she's very intelligent and psychologically minded. And she said, you know, and I was like, well, what are you laughing about? And she said, you know, when, when they said you're responsible, you kind of you kind of said it so confidently. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm responsible. Then. And, you know, she's making fun of me, but I'm cool with that. Right. I, I, I can play. Right. So I'm like, oh, and then I started thinking about it and I'm like, whoa, have I built a whole identity around being responsible? The responsible one uh, I'm responsible for to the point where my friends are like, oh, yeah, we know if we give that responsibility to Mahesh, he's going to handle that. He's going to be responsible for, we like that. And, uh, I realized that that's a major problem. I realized that that was a very serious issue, um, which led down a rabbit hole into this episode, which is recognizing, uh, I was in uh, deep meditation and I was thinking about this and I was like, um, just kind of like asking for support around this and, and trying to explore it. And I think I might've brought it to therapy and I just started just thinking. And then I really started sitting with the question. I want you to ask yourself this question. What am I really responsible for? Who am I responsible for? Who you see, who am I responsible for? And for me, my final after sifting through all of the water to try to get a little tiny piece of gold, I did find a piece of gold. And what I realized was I'm responsible for myself, for myself. Number one, the other thing I realized that I'm responsible for is my two cats. And the reason why I'm responsible for my two cats is because I got them from the rescue and they live in my house and they are not in a self-sufficient kind of situation where they're just feeding themselves. You know, uh, if they get sick, they can't take themselves to the vet necessarily. So I, I'm responsible for them. I took on that responsibility and I handle it. Right. Um, I was giving them, uh, some flea medication today and, um, it was not a fun experience and I can promise you it's the last thing that I wanted to do this morning. I didn't want to do it. And I had just poured myself a cup of tea and then I was thinking, you know what? Let me go ahead and give them that flea medication. And I was thinking, oh man, this is going to suck, right? I don't want to do this. I just want to chill. And, uh, but I've been really trying to push past any kind of procrastination, you know, and I've been trying to really push past all the, the lingering. So I said, let me just go ahead and do this, you know? And part of that is just recognizing that I am responsible for them. 
and I'm responsible for myself. Okay. So what does it mean to distill? And those are the only three personas, right? The only three people or entities that I'm responsible for myself, my very big cat named Wayava and the little baby cat called Rosie. Those are the three entities that I am responsible for at this moment. If I had children and they were unable to fend for themselves, they were very young. Those would be my responsibilities as well. I would feel responsible and I believe I would be responsible for them. Outside of that very small circle, I realized that I'm actually not responsible for anybody else. I'm not responsible for my wife. I'm not responsible for my mom. I'm not responsible for my dad. I'm not responsible for my sister. I'm not responsible for my friends. I'm not responsible for my other family members. I'm not responsible for any. So I want you to take a second. I am not responsible for anybody else. Me, my two cats. That's it. Does that take anything away from my relationship with my partner, with my mom? No, it actually allows me to have a better relationship with her, with my partner, because she doesn't want me to be responsible for her. She got, she handles her own business. So the, this is the, this is the saddest part about this whole story. Actually, is that when you are feeling responsible for this, this, and this, it doesn't actually help the relationship with the other people because they don't want you to be responsible for them. And you're actually not right. So you're just pretending like you are and you're not, you know, like, like you feeling responsible for your auntie who can't pay the rent, you see, but you're not giving her any money. You're not solving any of the problems. You're not doing the things that you would do if you were actually responsible for her, but you're feeling responsible for her. And now there's judgment on placed onto your auntie because you're feeling responsible for her. You're not doing anything about it. And when you talk to her, you're put, you're passing judgment because you're upset that she's making you feel like you're failing in your responsibility for her, which you actually don't have, which isn't real. So what do we do? Okay. We start retracting, mm, pull that energy back, pull it back, pull it back. That small circle, myself, my two cats, it's different for everybody. If you have a bunch of kids, you got a lot of responsibilities. That's to be honest with you, right? But if you don't, you just have you yourself, you don't have any pets or you have yourself and a couple pets, that's it. Or yourself and one kid and a pet, that's it. It's a small circle of things that you're responsible. Or if one of your parents is um, older and they can't, they can't take care of themselves and you have taken on that responsibility and they're living with you, you are responsible for them. You know, um, you know, if you, if you can't handle that responsibility, then they shouldn't be living with you. Right. So you, you have to find another solution. You actually can't handle that responsibility. You see, but if you have your older parents and they really need you and depend on you and they're living with you, you're responsible for them as well. That's not my case right now. So it's just me and my two cats. And the cool thing about this is when I retract all of that energy, that's not my responsibility. What I get to do is I get to actually get good at taking care of and being responsible for this very small group. 
So I get to give my cats their medication and their food on time. I get to work on taking care of and healing my body and bringing it into the best shape of its of my life, right? I get to work on that. I get to work on my diet. I get to work on exercise. I get to work on the things because I have mental space to do these things now that I've released all these other fictitious, you see, response, quote unquote, responsibilities that aren't really mine. Let that go. I also release all the judgment because you're going to do what you're going to do, right? You about to do what you about to do. And I'm not responsible for you. You see? So whatever you did, whatever your whatever bed you made, you're gonna lie in that bed, and I'm okay with it. Because it's not my responsibility. You're not my responsibility. Let's say that together. You are not my responsibility, right? I'm not responsible for you. Now. Does that mean I become a self-absorbed narcissist? No, right? Because I can still be responsible too, right? And this is another way of relating. So I do have a responsibility to, first and foremost, I perceive I have a responsibility to the earth, to take care of the earth um, in any way that I can. Um, And I feel a responsibility to uh, my partner, obviously, right? We have a, a very deep commitment and I feel responsible to her and my behavior and actions reflect that responsibility and that agreement, which is not forced. It's something that I want to do, right? I do feel a responsibility to people that I'm in relationship to not just be off the radar completely without having a conversation, at least. Hey, you know what? I'm about to be doing something for uh, uh the, the next year I'm going on a something I'm going on a trip I'm going you know I, I let people know what's going on you know and um if somebody texts me I try to text them back if somebody took the time out their day to, to reach out to me I try to get back to them even if I say hey I'm not free I'll talk to you in you know next week or something it's fine but that's that's a way that I hold my responsibility now it's a lot less pressure oh my god It feels like a release. I get to be in relationship with people without taking them on my back. You know, how many of you feel like you're walking around with the world on your shoulders? You know, you have everything in your backpack and it's weighing you down. It's not, it's not that you have a backpack that's full of supplies for yourself and you're so happy to carry it because you know, when you're going to come to the next campsite, you have a tent in there. (laughs) Okay. You got some food in there too. So that's a different type of backpack than if you're carrying a backpack full of rocks, you see, and not precious rocks either. And I'm talking about gemstones. I'm talking about rocks that you just picked up off the road for no reason. And those rocks didn't ask you to get picked up. They don't have any particular material value and you don't necessarily need to be carrying them. And guess what? You cleared out your whole backpack. You threw the tent out, you threw the food out so you could fill it with rocks. Now you got to walk for 20 miles. How does that feel? Well, that's how I was feeling for a very long time. Dragged down. Exhausted. Right? Can't. I don't have time for what I need to do because I got all the, uh, you know, I can't go as fast as I want. I got these rocks in there. You got to let them go. Right? So responsibility too. I feel responsibility. I'm in relationship. 
with the world, with the planet, with nature, with friends and family. I'm not responsible for a plant growing in nature. It doesn't work that way. So let's try to make the shift. We can do it. We can definitely do it. So uh, thank you for listening. This is the Feeling Inspired Podcast. I'm your host, Mahesh.